Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Love Island Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again about a bit of Love Island after our time off yesterday for good behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> or it could simply be we couldn't find it in the episodes, but... <laughs> we can't talk about that. You're, so, you're sounding better, Dave, anyway. <laughs> But yes, you are correct, Mr. Horrocks. We are doing a double episode review today. So we're looking at episode 9 and 10 of Love Island Australia. Oh, in fact, I didn't say Australia, actually, guys. So apologies. I've been mentioned that my impressions are fucking awful. But there you go. <laughs> Not going anywhere. You forgot to offend everyone. So, uh, yeah. so there you go, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. So, Dave, we have got a lot to get through today. So what do you want me to start? Or what do you want to start with today? Well, I would like to start with Owen and Jesse. So, I mean, yesterday we got them, uh, they got to go into the hideaway, didn't they? And you're thinking, aye, aye. And Jesse, by God, was looking pretty hot, I have to say, in a little white uh, underwear number there. First thing Owen says is, ah, oh, I wish Matt was here. <laughs> <laughs> As she's lay on top of him, straddling him. Well, sorry, she's yeah. she, she sort of straddling him as they sat up on the edge of the bed, and then she pushed him down. And obviously you're thinking, aye, aye, there's a bit of, uh, you know, dip your bread in, tell him nothing. And she went, Eve, do you really want Matt here now? And she's proper straddled across him. She lay, he's lay on the bed. And she's like, he went, yeah. And I was like, Oh, mate, this isn't... And then he looked at her and went, you're looking all right now, actually. And I'm like, wow, what, what a fucking charmer. This is you old smoothie, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, Dave, we've both said it about him. He's playing a fucking game because why the hell? He goes in the hideaway and wants to sleep. He, there's something not right with this lad. He's either got a girlfriend on the outside or he's simply not in it into it at all because... There's no way, with all the spiel he's given, and I don't give a fuck about the editing, he's an absolute wanker, this lad. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to it. I don't care what anybody says or the pelters I get online. He's playing the game. And I know we'll get into today's episode as well, but my fucking justification on going in on this guy, he's 100%. I'm not changing. He's a dickhead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm probably not going to be quite as harsh as that. I, I do think... There is definitely something odd about that behavior. Now, and, and don't even tell me that, you know, it's because he's being a gentleman or anything like that. Because he just literally was not interested. It's not like he was, he was sort of tempted and, and he was saying, no, 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 come on, we, we, we need to be good. You know, it, it was nothing like that. He just literally wasn't asked that she was there at all. And, you know, that continued on through today. And, you know, he's on the old truth bike. He gave some, you know, not great answers. He absolutely didn't entertain the idea. He wasn't going to move from the Gold Coast, you know, but kind of expects someone to move to him. Jesse really didn't like that. Then he's constantly putting his foot in it, mentioning Anna. It could be that he's just playing the game. I don't know exactly what the reasons are, but it, it, there is something just really, really off. And I don't think that Jesse's going to hang around for it. 
No, and, and one thing I noticed, Dave, I know I mentioned that, you know, I've, and I know you've ripped me sometimes on this, I've mentioned that I have studied a bit of body language, but when he came out of the hideaway in yesterday's episode, when he was talking to the guys and they were asking him about what did you do, and they're all there, aren't they, waiting for him to say like, well, I got her in this position, I did this to her, you know, I give her the time of the life, and, and he just went... Yeah, yeah, I had a good, good sleep. Really. I had a good so, yeah, sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then all the lads are like, all oh, right, okay, yeah, anything else? Well, I had a nice breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, but he, what he was doing is he was rubbing his, his left eye. And that's sort of like, uh, please stop asking me questions. I really don't, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not interested in what you're saying. Basically, fuck off and leave me alone because he's trying to work out what to say and I picked up on that straight away like I say I'm not an expert I'm not professed to be it's just studying stuff reading books it's just a few telltale signs to me and he can't look her in the eye because when he said to her today and you're right the truth bike he said like if Jesse went would you get with Anna and he was like uh, do I press yes or no well <laughs> pressing if he's if he's trying to play the game or he's, he's trying to keep Jesse on side to stay in there he should have pressed yes whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, he should, and he didn't. And I think he's doing that just to get more air in airtime, Dave, more TV. They know that a bit of controversy gets you there. He's thinking of his career outside, and I just think he's downright disrespectful to the girl. She's gone all in on him, and he's just been an absolute cock. And he just said, said to her, like, well, she said, well, you said you didn't want to move and stuff. And he said, well, I've got my career all mapped out. You know, if I love a girl then it'd be different. I'd move Helen high water. I'm thinking, fucking hell, mate, your line of pat patter towards somebody is <laughs> terrible. I mean, it, 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 to me, it's arrogant. And I think Jesse's onto it. I think she was, she said, didn't she, in the diary room, like, oh, so it's sort of like you, I've got to come to him and you've got to bow down. And that is not any way you treat a woman, Dave, at he, all. He definitely, he sees himself as the alpha male and he is definitely, you know, everyone needs to run around after him. You know, yeah. and, and he really didn't like it. I can't remember exactly what Jesse's comment was. She made some a comment about Josh getting her heart racing or something, and he just really didn't like that. You know, because it felt it it painted him in a bad light, and, yeah. and that's the only emotion you sort of see out of him when his when his image is threatened. Yeah, I I didn't like that at all. I thought that was quite again disrespectful and quite controlling to be honest he was making her apologize for something that was nothing and she was playing the game and I'm thinking you've been disrespectful to her pretty much the whole time you've been together but she's like a little puppy dog and she's got a real thing for him you know she obviously yeah. thinks he's the catch of the, of the house and I just think he's a dick and, and I do think hopefully Jesse will move on from him because he doesn't deserve to be with her and I don't think he deserves to be in the house to be honest well, I don't know. It provides a bit of drama, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just wish his fucking shit Liam Neeson accent would fuck off, to be honest, Dave, because I just don't like him. I'm sorry, That's I don't. Harsh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I watch this space, I think. You know, I did think the Matt comment was very, very strange. So maybe he wanted to get <laughs> greased up and... <laughs> And spend a bit of time with Matt in the hideaway. I don't know. <laughs> well, you talk about Vanessa and Matt, Dave. I mean, I missed something. I know we've talked about like Phoebe. We've talked before we record about Phoebe's one who dropped in there that Vanessa is a player. She goes out a lot, lot of celebrities. She hangs out at all these haunts and she's a bit of a, uh, goes from one relationship to another and it's all about sort of profile and stuff. But you'd call her a wag in the UK, wouldn't you? Like a football wag. She basically. Mm -hmm they get with these people because they've got money and the, the 
profile and social media status and the career it can lead to just you being on the arm call them it girls in my day yep that's the one dave um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true isn't it so, the, so she's saying like she's a player but i don't know where the hell this come from was it from the twins they were saying that they brought it in because it just seemed to i thought it was just from phoebe now i don't oh, know right. how phoebe knew this that's what i mean yeah she's she's gone out um I, and I, I felt that was a bit unfair. You know, I, I, I thought she hadn't been there long. She put all her eggs in the Cassie basket. And then I, I don't think, you know, she hadn't been gone two seconds. And I, I don't think anyone was asked, were they? So you know, I thought, thought that was all a bit harsh. But I don't know where she's got this information. But, you know, from this series of Love Island, from previous series of Love Island, you see that there's this little group of like, instagram socialites and they seem to kind of know each other and know each other's business so you know i don't think it's that unrealistic to think that phoebe knows her on the outside you know or knows of her and then it, it did all seem to emanate from her and then anna though shot up you know and legged it over to matt and she's like oh yeah well matt's my friend hang about it. you only you only got here like few days ago <laughs> when did this friendship happen because you can't just be talking about like when you walked in a few days ago and now your best lifetime friends you know she seemed a bit quick to go and stir the ship for me yeah i think you're right i mean i give her fair props when vanessa asked her she didn't lie she just said we're talking about what's going round and when in yesterday's episode vanessa and matt had that relationship and I know I've gone in on Matt I did feel quite sorry for him and it was one of these where she she, she wasn't really crying Dave she I didn't think there was any tears and I know you when we spoke uh yesterday you said like I think there was a little bit of a tears but I don't think there was I think it was just in my view I just thought it was bullshit and then the, today you get good old fucking Owen who missed him in the hideaway saying, well, he's, he's not very clever, really. She's really clever and conniving, Vanessa. And I'm like, oh, just put your mate down again. <laughs> you have a way with what you've done. You know what I mean? <laughs> have you got any friends or have you had a relationship? Because everything he says, he's just so harsh and cutting. I don't think he realizes what, what he's saying. To be fair, I think he's nailed that one, though, hasn't he? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I absolutely felt sorry for Matt as well, because I, I do believe his kind of feelings are genuine. But I, I can't be hypocritical. I've said many times that the lights are on, but no one's home, you know. And, <laughs> you know, he just has that kind of vacant expression. You know, it's like when you see Homer Simpson and someone's asking him a question and you get a little monkey, you know, dancing or something I, I i think she is a bit smarter than him i did think that she was welling up but the reasons for that i don't know if it's just because of matt i i think she seemed to get more upset about the idea that everyone's talking about her and doesn't think she's genuine mm. and, and possibly might think you know might be onto her so, I mean, I, I don't know if what they're saying is true. I, I do know there's, there's huge question marks around it. And, and at, least, at least I don't have to fucking suffer them talking about them being the strongest couple anymore for a little while. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, to be fair to Owen, Dave, give him a bit of credit. You are right. He did mention as well that he, he said it to Jesse, like, you know, she doesn't speak to him all day. She ignores him for four hours and then just comes along at the end and gives him a bit of a kiss. So I think that's what, we'd both said whether it was editing or whether it was 
True, but they were a power couple where they didn't do anything other than spend the night together, didn't they? They didn't really yeah. do anything in the day. They're not in love or like you can see of Adam and Cartier. Well, Adam certainly has no time for Vanessa, does he? No. And, and no. I think I kind of trust him a little bit more. I don't know why, you know, again, you're watching an edited show, he might just be playing the game a bit better than everyone else. But but he was saying to Matt, you know, that, you know, Matt's sort of chasing her around like a puppy dog and she's just not really giving him anything. So I, I don't know, a lot of question marks around Vanessa and uh, certainly, you know, around those two because nothing's resolved. You know, they, Matt and Vanessa have had a couple of chats, but nothing's really resolved. Matt's saying, you know, he's over it and just get rid of all the petty stuff. Um, I don't know. And Vanessa, definitely. We know Vanessa holds a grudge. So (laughs) this one's going to come back again and again, I think. It is. And going off the truth bike, as we mentioned, Adam and Cantier, Dave, how can someone or how can a couple be so loved up and then they go on a fake bike where they've got to press a horn and a bell, <laughs> ruin your relationship because you can't go to mass. Now, now let me, let, they're not going to get religious or anything like that. I grew up a Catholic, Dave. I grew up, my family, my dad's not Catholic at all, but the, unfortunately, where we lived in Manchester, the best schools were Catholic. So we ended up to a Catholic school. My mum's Catholic, my granddad from Ireland, they're Catholic. So it's sort of in the family, half a Church of England, half a Catholic. I am not religious one bit, Dave. I was an altar boy and I only did it because I got paid £1.20 a week for serving mass and they got the old wedding and funeral and you get a bit of dough there, which is bad. But when you, you know, <laughs> oldest of five kids then, I'm mean, oldest of nine now, I was five at that point, oldest of five kids, there wasn't a lot of money going around. So I was an altar boy because it was the only way I could really make cash. Uh, and I, I grew up religious. I... I wouldn't grow up. I was taught religion and I did get a merit, Dave, actually, in the Welsh Certificate Board for Religious Studies, actually, as a GCSE. Mm-hmm. But that means absolutely nothing because I've never gone to mass properly since I was probably at school. We, at teenage years, we used to have to go once every blue moon, like Ash Wednesday or whatever, Easter and all that stuff. I genuinely don't buy into it. What I don't, and Sam isn't either. A mum does. Sam's mum does. I'm just giving a bit of context to this. But what I found a bit strange is Cartier's religious. I have no problem with that. You can, you can believe in whatever religion you are, whether you're a Catholic, you're Muslim, it doesn't matter what you are, Dave. That, that is who you believe in. I have no problem with that whatsoever. What I have a problem with is the fact that she literally had a face like a slapped ass because they're not his views. He did say he grew up in a Catholic church, but he won't be going. I had a problem with that thinking, well, that's not fair. Why should he be forced to go to Mass? If just and that's going to ruin your relationship. I mean, she was saying it's the wrong time for them sort of questions. She's right, but I'm like, well, it wouldn't bother me if Sam was religious. She's got a mass. I'd be like, well, toodle piff. I'll see you in an hour. I'm not coming. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> PlayStation. Here we come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get a bit of FIFA on or Gears of War. Yeah, I'm on it. But, but it's true. I mean, Jordan went to a Catholic school. We had to go to a Holy Communion, a confirmation, all that thing. I genuinely, that was the only time we went there because you have to play the game, unfortunately. It's sad, I know, but it's not my thing. So I just, I was a bit 
pissed off because being someone who was sort of forced to go to all these things as a kid, thinking, why would you be so upset that just it's important to you? You should respect history. It's like he should respect her. He should respect the fact that she's religious and go, no problem. Like he said, I'll go because it's her. But she re- I, I, I don't know what your views on that. I'm not trying to get too deep on it because it isn't what the podcast is about, but it really pissed me off, to be honest. I think it's going to be a problem for them. Um, I, I think, and again, it's, it's funny. Uh, these little lies that you kind of tell partners, you know, or, or little ways of... Uh, asking or answering a question that leaves a little bit of wiggle room. See, up until having a face like a slapped ass, as you just put it there, Adam's response to the question, she's asked the question, you know, whether, you know, she stated that she wants to make sure her partner is respectful of her and her faith and her religion. And that's fine. And I think he absolutely is. There's a massive difference between that, though, and being dragged to Sunday school or whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Cast my mind back to kids there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then even when they had, you know, and he sought her out, he saw that she was upset and, and you know, and, and I think it was bloody a bit unfair. It is a bit early, you know, but that's why, why we have stuff like the truth bike, isn't it? It's create a bit of drama. Um, there was the way she said, you know, he says, he says he respects, you know, what I'm doing and that's okay for now. And I was like, Oh, here we go. You think you're going to change him. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just fucking accept that that's his position. I'm going to like fucking grind him down. And that annoyed me as well. Not, it doesn't sound like quite as much as you, but I I just thought, no, that's, that's the only kind of area where they look at like that could be a real problem for them. And I'm, I'm of exactly the same position as you, Chris, if, if you want to go and do it, absolutely fine with that. Um, you know, and on occasion, you know, if you want to drag me along to support you, absolutely fine with that as well. But, you know, don't, don't force me into your belief system. Um, and, and I think maybe that's just a little bit of a naivety thing, Chris, you know, she's, how old is she? She's like 21 or something like that. Yeah. You know, she's, she's around the 20 mark, isn't she? She may even be 19 or something. Um, so I don't know. I just, I think with all religions, you know, we'd have a lot less problems in the world if everyone was just a bit more fucking tolerant of everyone else. <laughs> exactly. My, my religion is supporting Manchester United, Dave, and my fucking church is falling down all around me. So let's not talk about that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but we're just... Ooh, we might have to talk about that Sunday night. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. <laughs> You're a Liverpool fan. Yeah, yeah. But just going back to something you said, I think you make a very good point. And I just want to tell you a little story, Dave. You said about these white lies that you tell within a relationship when you first get together. And I think that's right, Dave, because to be fair, I did tell Sam that I had a 12 inch cock, Dave. And when she saw me <laughs> naked, she realized my nose was bigger than my cock. But anyway, <laughs> it worked 20 years later, Dave, and we're still going strong. <laughs> just call me, they just got me Woody Woodpecker, Dave. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to have a serious debate here. <laughs> just... <laughs> you and your fucking cock jokes. 
<laughs> yeah, but they're at my fucking expense. I'm taking a piece out of myself. <laughs> it's because I mentioned wiggle room, isn't it? That was it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my head had gone then, Dave. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, getting <laughs> off the prickly and, and uh, landmine-filled area of religion, can I just make a statement? <sighs> Sometimes on this podcast, you know, we make snap judgments about people and then, you know, several days or weeks later, we see a bit more footage, we get more data points to collect and then we go, oh, you know what? I had this person wrong. Maurice, I called out as being an utter knobsock on like the first episode i think and you know what i have absolutely not moved from that position <laughs> at all only it's just solidified from a i really think this guy is a knobsock to he is a total utter knobsock and again it just winds me up about his communication and he's talking to cynthia and saying you know yeah yeah we're good aren't we yeah and she's just so not interested you can just tell but i mean what what do you make to the old uh well there, there might be a new triangle there might now so we've got maurice cynthia and gerard so what do you make to those three i think the gerard thing was pretty obvious today's episode her and anna were talking cynthia and anna and he came in and she just went all gooey eyed didn't she he's like Good day, like you know, I told you Dave another bad impression with good day, you know, and then she's like, Hi, Better than the fucking cockney one. <laughs> what, what are you trying to say, Dave? <laughs> that was a Aussie that by the way. But um, but no, she and she went, Hi, how are you doing? And she's proper goo-eyed with Gerard. And then there seems like a nice little bit of chemistry there. Maurice, I don't know what's going on, Dave. I just keep expecting him to pull out a flip chart and start trying to sell him something because he's just an absolute timeshare. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. He's just, he, he shouldn't be because he, he's a good looking lad. He, he, I think naturally he's probably the, the most chiseled one out of all the lads as in yeah. He looks like a like you see a Kelvin Klein model or something, Dave. He is a good looking lad, but there's fuck all there behind them eyes because his his personality is not coming across very well at all. Yeah, but I, I don't honestly think Gerard's that interested in anything romantic with with Cynthia. So I think she might be she might be let down there as well, to be honest. I know, I know. It's a shame really, because she seems quite a bubbly girl as well, doesn't she? I mean yeah, we'll see how that one... are getting lower and lower every episode, I tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> that, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Moving uh, swiftly on, Dave. Moving swiftly on from that. Um, and yeah, I, I couldn't tell if... I mean, Anna, she didn't seem to shed too much of a tear after the recoupling, did she? She, she wasn't bothered no. about Gerard at all. No, and I couldn't help but feel that she is a bit of a shit-stirrer. You know, she says she's a matchmaker. But again, really, you know, I think she just, she's one of those people who just likes to get herself all up in everyone else's business. You know, the running over to Matt thing, the, you know, trying to be coy with, uh, with Cynthia over Gerard, you know, and she says in the diary room, oh yeah, I'm a bit of a matchmaker. I, I, I hear shit stirrer, to be honest. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not really warm into Anna, to be honest. I, I think she's going to cause trouble in the villa. I agree, Dave. I think she's been out of order, and and more importantly, Luke and obviously Josh are now with Cassie. Luke's with Cassie, and Josh is with Anna, and those two lads. 
a good set of lads, to be fair. I'm quite enjoying them being in there. They seem quite genuine. There's a bit of a dance-off. But my God, neither of them can make a fucking fried egg, Dave, can they? I mean, it was wasn't... pathetic, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's there's not many things where, you know, I watch Love Island and think I could do that much better. But I can make fucking eggs a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I know we all do it. We've all cracked the yolk and all that stuff. But it wasn't the best, was it? And she even said that you can't say, like... Well, one was too salty and one was like slop. And I was like, I mean, I love eggs. I have eggs every day, Dave. I have at least an egg and a couple of egg whites. And I'm like, I was gagging going, yeah. It wasn't good. But Cassie's obviously got a man now. She had a bit of a kiss with Luke. He put it on her straight in there. And it made me laugh when he kissed her. And he said, well, that's it now. Josh can't go near you. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they got one of them to shave their heads. Even though, you know, that dance-off was, it just reminded me of the in-betweeners. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> brilliant, ridiculous. that. That's brilliant, Dave. I remember going to Benidorm in 98, and me, there was four of us. And my mate Gary had never, ever been out in his life. And when I watched that in-betweeners bit, when they go across the dance floor, <laughs> All he did all night, Gaz, was he'd never got pissed. He was about 16. I was 17. And one of my mates, our Adam was with us, he was 16. And the, he should have actually been practicing for his GCSEs day, but we decided to go to on holiday to Benidorm, you know, because that's how important it was to go away with the lads. And all he did was walk, dance around this, this like sort of post in the middle of the nightclub in Benidorm, I called a bit of the beach coma bar. And that's and he's exactly like, the in between us, there was four of us doing the most ridiculous dance. Me and my brother thought we were in the prodigy and probably looked like we were having some sort of epileptic fit. <laughs> One of my mates was just like dancing in a squat position and Gary just kept going around the circle. We probably looked like we were on a day retreat from fucking from home or something, but it just reminds me of the in Late nineties, I bet you'd have had the curtains and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, Dave. You know I've still got that them flowing locks. The curtains are there, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, never forget it. Never forget it. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I can't say anything about dancing, so I never comment because I'm fucking useless. So, yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. So, guys, if you want to get in contact with the show on Twitter at Love Island Cast, if you want to email the show, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com, please get sending us all your feedback and whether you agree or disagree on them channels because we do like a bit of a debate and we don't take ourselves too seriously. So, if you're going to go in on us, send it over it's not a problem and if you do like the show get onto your podcast catching up guys and just drop us a review it just helps us grow and gets us out there and i think at the moment we are the only love island podcast so if there is friends of yours who are watching love island australia or the uk or us tell them about us and get them listening all right guys so dave thank you again today my friend and i'll leave it with you very good. Thank you very much, Chris. And also just a reminder, if you're listening to us through Anchor, you can go on there and leave a voicemail. And what would be fantastic, and probably no one will pick me up on this, but if you could leave a voicemail with your best Ray Winston slash Aussie accent, just give us a few statements uh, like me and Chris have been doing. And uh, I'm sure that we'll have a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, we'll play them on the show as well because it can't be any worse than what we've tried to do with this one, haven't we? So thanks very much, the, Dave. The worse the accent, the better. If you come on and you sound like Chris Helmsworth, uh, that's, that's very impressive. But I, I'm more interested in the terrible ones like me and Chris have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>